This is the Your Money Hour podcast. I am your host, Dakota Grady. Tonight I have a couple of guests. Normally I have one guest, but it's a couple that I know from Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia area. It's Tiffany and Jason Alexander. I actually met Jason about four years ago. So we actually attended a Dave Ramsey financial coaching training and we met, connected, and we're still friends today. So without further ado, I want to introduce you all to Jason and Tiffany. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? Hey, Dakota. I'm doing fine. Doing fine. So thank y'all for your time and joining me tonight on the show. So we have something to come personal finance. Yeah. And I met Jason again. I met you in Brentwood, Tennessee, about four years ago. So I know that, that we are passionate about personal finances. So how has budgeting did, like, how does all that play a part in your marriage? And tell us about who you are, where you're from, and then answer that question for me. Good. Oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, it's funny. I think we, you know, it's funny we have this story we both share that we both like personal finance and uh, we both became debt free through the Dave Ramsey's approach. Um, I think we have a similar story, but I can't remember. But I remember that I wasn't on like a Dave Ramsey path at all. I had this idea of getting out of debt, like student loan debt through the government program, you know, that 10 year one. Mm. So uh, I pr- proposed that to my wife, of a new, newly married wife, and she was like, 10 years is too long, I can't stand it. She grew up in the country where her, where her right. country, what? Really? Yeah, your country folk, people, call her, don't you owe nobody. And so she was like, I don't owe nobody. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold on to this debt that long. So, so she just kind of- That kinda, was all my thinking. It was, yeah. Well, anyway, so she kind of pushed us into this Avenue and I just caught on. I like numbers. Uh, I'm in uh, I'm in accounting, so it kind of intrigued me how to look at it a little differently. And it brought us together because we connected on a why, because we really are, are uh, focused on expanding um, our legacy as far as like family and expanding our resources with our family and things like that. So it was a perfect storm in the sense that we start on this on this journey and then as we were towards the end of it our family reunion was coming up and that really gave us the extra push to to go cross that line because we wanted to be able to bless our families who couldn't make it or had limited funds and we was like hey let's get free so that we can help them you know Right? Anything else you want to add? Yeah, I definitely want to add that. It was, I was not brought up in an, uh, in a household where... Um, a country folk? First of all, my dad's from Valdosta, Georgia. So yes, that's country. But my mom is from Philly, like actual Philly, not just Pennsylvania. And so I had two different, uh, they were from two different geographic areas. They met in the military. It was, it was more so for me, I, I didn't want, um, I didn't want that. I just didn't feel comfortable with it, even though my dad gave me, I had a nice pink credit card. I still, like, I would call him before I would use it and I would only use it for like gas. I just didn't feel comfortable. Um, even when I was out of college, um, my parents paid uh, most of my student loans while I was um, still looking for work, but I still um, contributed $200 from the little work that I did have to be able to contribute to because I just didn't, I didn't, I had this idea I wanted to be out of debt in five years. So when I met him, um, 
that kind of was like, we're not keeping this debt, you know? I didn't oh, know. So I was doubling your plan. Yeah, but we, I think I still ended up, um, I think I still ended up hitting that five year mark once once um, with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was pretty awesome um, how that I was able to, at least for my portion of the student loans. And I did forget to say that, you know, we have a clash in the sense that she has country on her side. I don't, all my people are urban. Chicago urban. and Oakland. O yeah. Urban Negroes, we from Chicago and from, <laughs> and from uh, Oakland, California. <laughs> so they had to dispute like, who's from the country, in front of the city, they got city slicker and who else? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that even though my mom is from the city. I just I just feel like your dad is the one who instilled, don't you, don't, nobody supposed to owe you nothing. No. Something like that. I just feel like your dad. No, this was this was me. Okay, all right. So dad, you had that instilled in you, Tiffany? Like, yeah. Just something that you did when you were younger. Like, how did that become about? Because you wanted to be out of debt. Because you know, we're all bombarded with debt: credit cards, student loans, mm -hmm. school. I mean, I got my first credit card when I was in college. So, talk about that. Like, how did you have the mentality of not wanting to have debt? Um, I think I, I just didn't like it. I don't like owning people anything. So, um, so it could be like, you let me borrow your pen. Like as soon as I'm done with it, you're getting it back. Or <laughs> she will hunt you down. If you're like in a conference, she's going to hunt you down before y'all leave the conference and here's your pen. Or she might leave something at my house. I have a little section where I keep things and I'm just like, hey, you know, your stuff That's is true. here and if they're here and I'm like, I'm, that's on my list. Like, I gotta give this back to them. I gotta get it out of my mental space. Um, but yeah, I just didn't like it. I just, like, I, and I wouldn't say that that was necessarily carried into going into college because uh, I went to a private school, a private college, and my mom, she warned me. She was like, do not do this. You know, it's gonna be a lot of debt. And I was just like, look, I wanna go. So I'm going, I'll take on the debt. Um, but, you know, big wake up call, you know, when you see, you know, 60 plus thousand dollars looking at you and you're like, I, you I know, yeah. So, and that was like, once I graduated, it wasn't like a beginning balance. So it was kind of like, um, yeah, I just didn't want it. Yeah, I was, I was totally different. My, my dad instilled in me that you, that you, you get that $1,000 credit card, that's your emergency fund. And I was like, all right, cool. So <laughs> I use it. I kind of did use it for um, for tires or something like that if they blew out in college or whatever, but I really didn't use it. Um, I didn't really have any credit. I did have a little credit card debt, like less than a thousand dollars when we tried when we started on our debt-free journey. But um, yeah, I didn't really use it either. But uh, that student loan boy, I had sixty-four. She had sixty. Yeah, yeah, I can buy that. Yeah. yeah. And you paid it off? What? <laughs> How many months? How many months was it? Um it was twenty it was twenty-eight months. I was just thinking back to the sixty K. So the sixty K when we got married, I think it was like forty six. And his was like sixty seven or something 60, like that. Yeah. Some yeah. Oh, oh, 60. But what I'm saying when I graduated 60, it was about sixty K, but like I said, my parents were paying on it and then I was contributing some extra money and stuff like that. Uh, so when we got married it was just like a lot. Yeah. So, so was it all student loan for both of y'all? 
It was student loans and a little bit of credit cards, I think, on your end. Yeah, yeah it was a little bit of credit cards on his end. So, so what did y'all study in school? So I studied psychology as a major, and then my minor was Spanish. Um, my major was uh, business, and it was specialization in accounting. Ah, uh, uh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Cool, cool. So that did. Well, I guess I'll share stuff about me. I mean, when I went to school, I got a large family. So basically, we were on welfare. So I was able to get assistance, and that's how I was able to go to school. And then the school I went to in Kentucky, Berea College, I basically like is they pay for your like tuition. All you pay for is like room and board. Mm. So, I mean, I was able to go to school then, and then just third time where I, I was able to get assistance again. So, it's basically just having, I guess that being disadvantaged, mm. it allowed me to go to school without having a, a lot of debt, in other words. So, my mentality of debt, I mean, I had a credit card, but I hated owning people stuff too. I don't like owning people money. But mm. when I went through stage class, like, the idea of using cash, and that's been 2007, eight. I haven't had a credit card since then. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I was frugal with money already, but then when I went to the class, it, was, it, it propelled me forward. And now I'm doing my own thing. It's like, all right, I gotta continue to do this, not fall back to the credit card stuff. And it, it all becomes personal for me. I mean, personal, having a personal responsibility of not being in debt, because imagine what people could do without debt. Talk about that part. How have you all been set free from the debt? Because people say, does good debt and bad debt? Talked to a friend of mine recently, he said, basically he hated debt, right? But he was saying, because he has student loan debt as well, but he was saying, does good debt and bad debt? He said, the student loan debt is bad debt. I'm like, dude, how do you feel right now with debt? So he still had the mentality of getting bad debt. Talk about that part about being free from debt is how was it a burden for y'all when y'all married when I got married? Well, um, I'll say for for us, how what's the freedom been like? It has, it does, honestly, you know, Dave kind of says it on his talk show a little bit. You're you can wake up without, you know, panicking of fear and all that stuff. And I think people, I mean, we've 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 enjoyed that. We've enjoyed not having to know, knowing that we don't owe anyone. Um, things like that and and one thing that we have been able to do is really what is our heart to be generous to be hospitable and to give and so that's where I find the biggest impacts for being free is to say man you think about it like this you if you take how much you're paying out in debt to, to debtors Amex you know Costco whoever it is and you say it's $500. Once you become free, that $500 is now yours to do whatever you want with it. And that's the part that we really felt like, wow, you know, it's been, what do we, like months, we will, we will come up and like, all right, so we're gonna do this $500 this year, I mean, this month. And we're like, I don't know, what do you wanna do? It used to be thousands. It used to be, yeah. Now, now it's hundreds. Yeah, because she <laughs> actually, and then, so two things. One, it helped us to sit down and talk, or two, three things talk about and pray together like Lord what is it that you want us to do with this second it allows us to tap into some of our passions to give and we even we've taken uh, teens on trips and sponsored them in certain certain activities you know um, and then three 
Uh, I just lost three. Anyway, so I'll just stick with the two. You ran away. Huh? Three what? ran away. <laughs> it was free, so I just let it go. <laughs> but yeah, so so those those are the things that we've been able to do um, because we are debt free, because we don't owe anyone. And one thing I was going to go into was um, having that chunk of change just available is it can be kind of nerve wracking if you don't have a plan. Mm. Don't like literally prepare for it and you don't really pray about it. It could just go, just like my third thought just went away. That's how fast that extra cash can just go away. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we do have, we did buy our first house this year. Yes. Congrats. Awesome. Yeah. That has been an adjustment for me. Um, I did not want us to get a house. I was thinking like, let's just save up. I know it sounds unrealistic, but I just, I was all for like, let's just save up and buy a house or we don't have to move right now. At the end of the day, housing is always gonna be an expense. Um, but the Lord put on his heart to get us to move. And um, lo and behold, uh, maybe a week or two after we moved, that's when COVID just hit the fan. It wasn't a week. It was, <laughs> it was a day It was a day or two. No, it was like a week. No, yeah. it was a day or two. We had closed on Friday. Our anniversary was on the following Saturday. Tuesday or Tuesday. something like that. And uh, yeah, and then we didn't even go <laughs> off our anniversary because we were like, nah, we just gonna stay in with this COVID. <laughs> Uh, been having it, been ever since. Yeah, so I think it's important with anything with your finances is, you know, you may feel discomfort about where God's telling you to go, but you have to trust him with your finances. And that's what I'm having to do now. Like, even though um, we have a mortgage now, you know, it's, it's something where, um, you know, we may or may not pay it off. Um, and it's really because uh, we may not be in this house forever, you know what I mean? So why am I going to exert all this money into paying it off, um, possibly when I could be possibly moving somewhere else? Um, so right now I'm just taking it as like a housing expense. I just kind of rewired it in my head that it's not, that it's a different way of looking at rent. Um, and that's how I'm kind of dealing with it right now. But um we do want to eventually get in like to rental properties and stuff like that so that's why it's not necessarily important for us right now to necessarily pay it off because we're going to try to well also it's not it's not as urgent to pay it off because we went into the mindset and this is a benefit to the process we went through it changes your mindset dave says all, all the time it's not about the dollars and cents and the math it's about behavior and that behavior comes from you changing your mindset so our mindset is totally different now our mindset is, okay, how can we make our money work, right? And so when we go into decisions like that, where we saved up and got a down payment, we said, well, I, I definitely was like, I'm, we just don't want to just get a mortgage and have that big, replace rent with a mortgage. Mm -hmm. We actually said, you know what, well, let's find a place where we can rent out the basement. Mm. So now it's no longer just an expense. There's a little bit of income coming in, some cash coming into our pockets. Mm -hmm. So in which your friend who said, you know, there's different bad debt, like those are the opportunities where it's like that debt is being leveraged to put money into your pocket. 
if, yeah. it's, if it's not covering our whole mortgage, but it's it's helping. A third, us. It's, a third yeah, of it. A third of it. So, covered. and that's going to help true. fuel our business for real estate when we get into that. And so right now we've we've had to use a good bit of it to to do some repairs around. Yeah, we bought an older home. Um, yeah. 1969 home so um but you know once those repairs out the way and i think we're kind of almost there um that you know is going to generate you know income you know month by month yeah it's, you know? it's feeling back it's, it's re replenishing our uh, emergency fund and it's going to uh build up capital so that we can go buy something that's more lucrative or you know or totally cash so yeah, go ahead. It's not like debt free your your options. Mm, it did. It mm -hmm. did. It did. We yeah. And debt free in the sense like, you know, there's some debts you can get rid of in a sense. Like we could sell this house right now and just be debt completely debt free again. But the debt free in terms of consumer and student loan, car, like well, even car, I guess you could pay it off, but it's depreciating a value. So, you know, student loans and consumer um, debt, like credit cards, like that right there, that's you. That is attached to your name. You can't get rid of it because it's based off of your behavior, you know, what you decided to do. But a house, I can put on the market tomorrow and be done. Yeah, right, right. You can't pass it off to no one else. Yeah. Right, gotcha. I mean, I'm hoping that you, of course, uh, sell it for more than your mortgages. <laughs> so... Tiffany, talk about how you were able to, well, I guess, leave your job and now not work, right? Talk about that, please. Yeah, so it's been um, really good um, about two years ago, two years ago, maybe three. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Oh my gosh, I lost count. It's two to three years ago. I stepped away from corporate. I just really, um, I just was feeling lost, to be honest. Like, I just felt like, you know, God, this is not where I think you really want me to be. Um, so, um, and I just wasn't happy. So I was like, let me just step away um, and just kind of reconfigure where I want to be in life. Um, and so that journey had some highs and lows, depression included. Um, and quite frankly, this year, in, in spite of, you know, everything okay. that's going on, like that has, this has been my breakthrough year where uh, I've become more confident. I've become more myself again. I did go through therapy um, for the past year just to kind of be able to hash out those feelings. And a lot of it was just people pleasing, wanting to people please, wanting, having certain uh, expectations of myself that either others don't have of me or that um, I have for myself, but isn't necessarily healthy for me. So um, it was worth being able to um, get out of debt so that I could, we could then make that decision. And, and there's still some days where I'm like, man, I just walked away from, you know, 60K by now, I could have made it like an 80K because I was getting merit increases every year. Um, and I just, you know, sometimes money is not worth it sometimes. And I can really say like, although I feel like there's some times where I'm like, man, we could have got some more properties and stuff like that. And um, I just, you know, I still think back to where I am and I'm in a better place and that's gonna be more beneficial for me and him as a family and to be able to now enter into this new phase um, where we want to get into real estate and we want to um, continue to give back to our community. So um, it's been a blessing. So during this time, have you been able to start businesses or just 
Yes, you just redefine who you are basically. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, so I did some um, some uh, like beauty consulting for um, for almost a year, and then um, just more recently, this is actually something I said I was going to do two or three years ago when I stepped away from corporate. Uh, I actually babysit. Um, Jason provides most of our income mostly all of our income and I'm fine with that um, he's the breadwinner and I contribute to our house and um, I babysit a three-year-old I've been doing that for the past few months and it's been a joy because that's what I said I wanted to do when I left you three years ago um, but I never found the right opportunity so I wanted something that was like close by I wanted only a few hours out of um, for a few hours uh, for a few days out of the week and I got exactly that. I got two hours, three times out of the week, and I can walk to work. It's literally the next street over. And, you know, they're very flexible and stuff like that. So um, I've been able to do that and just, you know, now I'm thinking about, okay, maybe I wanna get into event planning now. So it's kind of allowed me the freedom to explore. And if something doesn't feel right or I don't wanna do it anymore, I just drop it. You know, he's still providing. Um, but, you know, I do know that eventually more will come out of it. I'm just being patient and allowing myself to grow um, as I, um, yeah, just allow myself to grow. Cool, cool. So, one last topic. Okay. Budgeting and the marriage. I call it a money plan because it's basically a money, okay. plan for your money, right? So, how important is budgeting in a marriage? You talk about debt. For those who say it's good debt, bad debt, that's not true. Mm -hmm. All debt is bad. You hear that, right? Because you have options. If you got debt, the options go away. You mm -hmm. may say, well, I'm leveraging this in here. No, mm -hmm. debt is bad. My friends are here to test, to test that. They pay off. How much y'all pay off in debt? 112. There you go. 1,000. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So talk about the budget part. The budget part is is very interesting. We have grown in that area, uh, definitely. Uh, we definitely had the money fights. Um, <laughs> you know, are there, but we you wasn't of, asking about money fights. You was asking. <laughs> the reality is, is that it's there. Um, the reality is, is we sometimes have our own differences of where we think money should go, and we have to, you know, come to an agreement or compromise. Or sometimes I just, you know, say, you know what, go ahead, you can have it. It's fine, um, uh, but you know, basically, what we do is before the month begins, um, our months are kind of off a little bit. But basically, before our next um, two paychecks, because our paychecks come every two weeks, we sit down and we talk about like what we feel like. Um, we ask God to tell us, you know, where He wants our money to go, and we already have like um, different. Uh, categories that we use um, we use an app called every dollar app and the, the categories already there we pretty much know what we're going to spend in each category but for instance times like um, holidays or, or different type of celebrations we end up of course upping upping our upping that amount to be able to um, cover for certain things so we move things around here and there but um, we basically get our own spending money on top of that and, and we don't um, we don't dictate to each other what we do with our own spending money, but the rest of the money, most of the money um, is agreed upon with us. Um, because I take care of the home, I pretty much know how much we need for groceries and, and home supplies and things of that sort. So everything else is kind of, honestly, everything is pretty fixed. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I was gonna <laughs> say like, 
as we continue to go through the money planning, like you described, Dakota, um, we talk it out, we had a plan, you know, we have a you know prayer session and we go and try to figure out what the vision is that God has given us for that month. But it's really that do you have a, your your core, right? Your shelter, you know, food, shelter, clothing, transportation, those kinds of core items. And you have kind of like your lifestyle items. But after that, we still have this chunk of money that we have. And that's the part we were talking about earlier. That's the part where we really were just trusting what God wants us to do for that month. But for the most part, probably 80 to 90% of our budget is the same from last year, last month. And, but we worked at it. We kind of controlled and evaluated, hey, why is AT&T uh, charging us this? Why is, you know, why is this bill this way? Why is this, you know, and so we kind of, you know, bring it in a little bit so that we can understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So so really that's how we operate. We, you know, sometimes those that little 10% can take us a long time to talk through and figure out what it is. Sometimes it's quicker. But overall we always know like, okay, our core is taken care of. Yeah. And so even though we may kick the can on that last 10 or 20% for another week or so, we know about 90% of what we're gonna be doing. Awesome, awesome. So before we wrap up real quick, give us one thing that you all think married couples should do. We're talking about budgeting and debt, but what's one thing you've learned that can help a couple who may have just got married? Keep people out your business. Mm. Keep people out your finances. We learned early on because of our debt-free journey, like no. Yeah. Um, for instance, Christmas time, we don't always give gifts and that includes ourselves. We'll decide right before, like we'll decide like in November. Like, okay, do we want to put aside money for anybody? This year we decided to do siblings, but that doesn't include parents, you know what I mean? And that that sometimes is hard because it's like, we really just do what we feel is on our heart. Um, And we don't want to ever give in to other people's expectations of us unless we feel like that's something that God's told us to do. This year, we will not be giving gifts to ourselves. We don't care. We're not, that doesn't really speak to us as much as it does um, quality time and being able to um, connect with one another. Um, But, you know, just exercising that no muscle is going to get you very far and, you know, making sure those boundaries are established. Um, so that you guys maintain um, your unit that God has um, has has um, put together, um, because if you allow all these other outside influences and people to to come in, you know, then you're really not operating as as one. And you're not um, you're always going to be swayed to and from, and the next you know you're fussing at each other about what so and so said versus you guys you know stating together this is what we're going to do, whether you like it or not. Wow. Sure. Yeah, I mean that was great. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. I share vision. That that's I'm it. sorry, yeah, I'm a little ver- yeah. more wordy. But no, yeah. but that's that's it. But <laughs> that's, I, that's, that's what I was gonna say too. Just it's a share vision that you take the time to no matter how rough it is to talk it out, you have an objective to get that share vision from your Lord and Savior, right? So you get mm-hmm. that vision and then you guys work together to execute it. Mm. Let's get stuff right there. Well, I want to say thank y'all for joining me, Jason and Tiffany. We'll hopefully be together, get together in the future. But thank y'all for joining me on the Your Money Hour podcast. Oh, thank you for having us. Thank we you, Dakota. It. We You're appreciate welcome. it.